Peace, you guys. It's Solaris the High Priestess here. Today is, what's today? Today is Thursday, March 2nd. We are slowly approaching the real new year, okay? Um, today is also the first day of Mercury going into Pisces. So, that's a cute little energy. Very um, dreamy, very... Mm, very... I don't want to put it. Very visual and intuitive. I like that. Visual and intuitive. Um, and emotional, but in a good way. Um, especially for me. I think uh, these last two days I have been extremely just crybaby at the cutest things like cute little love videos on Instagram, motivational supportive videos have literally made me just like tear up at my eyes, which is great because although I am a cancer rising, I do not cry often. And that might be because of <laughs> my upbringing or just, you know, I just don't really tap into crying a lot all of the time, but it's necessary and it's good to purge. <clears throat> so, um, anyways, so yesterday I posted, um, I posted, I had a tweet and I posted it on my Instagram and I was just thinking, I'm like, man, a lot of my tweets can really be turned into, they're really topics that could be used for my podcast. So, this one is, the tweet that I put and posted on Instagram is, Sometimes God allows us to experience pain to activate spiritual ascension. Express gratitude for the obstacles because in return you are inheriting wisdom and clearing out karmic lessons. So, um, I have said over and over on my Instagram that pain pushes you towards your purpose for years now and I remember embodying that statement years ago when I was going through um, a part of uh, my spiritual ascension. I was going through some pretty interesting painful things and what I realized is that I had as painful as the situation that I was experiencing uh -oh, and that I was going through, as painful as it was, for some reason my spirit felt like it was being strengthened. It felt like I was stronger. It felt like I was built. I was, I was gaining endurance. It felt like, you know, when you're in a painful situation, even if it's physical pain, you start to really focus on like, what's important right now okay like what do i need to focus on to get back to a state of balance and experiencing um what i was going through years ago really helped me to focus in on what was important and it helped me to quiet the outside distractions and it helped me focus on my inner voice and my connection and relationship to god and so, um, yesterday, I was reminded of that. I was listening to um, a sermon. And I love, I still, like, you know, listen to different sermons that I find on YouTube, different motivational um, videos, all of that. And so, I was reminded of that with something that I heard. And I was like, man, that reminds me of when I said pain pushes you towards your purpose. And um, I realized that sometimes God will allow you, really and truly, and this is the message, that God will allow you to go through things so that, you know, you can activate your strength, so that you can activate your ascension. And the pain is meant for you to feel it so that you can go within and find your strength and you can find your calm you can find the ability to be able to walk on water you 
have to cut out certain distractions that are around you. And uh, y'all bear with me because this is like, I stayed up pr pretty late last night thinking about this and um, I've shared before, I'm really not a good like, like I like to journal, but I don't like to physically write because a lot of times my thoughts and what I want to say move faster than my hand will write sometimes. And also just technology has made me mad lazy. So I do a, a audio recording on my phone. So I was up at about two till two or three in the morning and I was just recording an audio journal about my journey and just reflecting on all of the times where I really went through things that really could have really drove me crazy and, and no lie they did kind of drive me crazy some of the things I went through did break me made me lose my mind for a minute made me just feel out of my body made me feel out of alignment made me feel just not connected to myself and that was another word for it is like shadow work pain shadow work and um i am still like going through my era of shadow work you know healing it's never really done it's not your identity but it's never really done you know and just given the you know the way that i grew up the child the, the things that i experienced during my childhood and the things that I've experienced just throughout my life, you know, there are a lot of, you know, shadows that have to be exercised and dealt with and faced. Um, and that's what gives you wisdom. That's what gives you wisdom. That's what, in my position, gives me the ability to relate to people that I'm able to sit with and talk to. You know, I can't ever sit up here and proclaim to be a super healed being and claim to be put on a pedestal and like oh I have all of the answers but what I can say is that when I go through shit I go through it all the way and I feel it and I deal with it and I talk about it to my friends I talk about it through my audio journal I, I think about it a lot I analyze I see it from different angles like and when I'm done with that, I basically, that's like the gold that comes from it. And that is the wisdom that I have. And so a lot of times when I feel I'm able to sit with people and do sessions with them, readings with them, or just even have a conversation or whatever, I'm speaking out of experience and not in a space of like, I got all the answers and I got it all figured out. I think a lot of times um, people will look at someone for, oh, they have a big following or they do this or they, you know, they read or they're a healer or whatever and think that, you know, people have it all together and that is just not true. And we see that like now, <laughs> like that's just not true. Like <clears throat> there's a lot of transparency and I try to be transparent as much as possible without sharing too much of my personal life. But yeah, I've been pretty transparent for the most part. But anyways, um... But I said that to say that last night when I was recording my audio journal, I was just reflecting on all of the things that really did take me to really dark spaces and sometimes when you're you're going through painful things when you're going through shadow work a lot of times you're looking at yourself and sometimes looking at your reflection is not so pretty you really start to see like man i was messed up for this like that's being truthful to yourself i was messed up for this um, I could have handled the situation better. I could have articulated myself better. I could have, you know, told the truth in the situation. Um, I could have spoke up and said, hey, I feel, you know, these ways. I could have advocated for myself better. Um, 
I shouldn't have held on to certain things for so long. I had the opportunity to talk about it, why didn't I? And so then you kind of go deeper into like, where does that come from? And is that a childhood thing? Like what's going on? And so um, I was just reflecting on that and I started to think about how in the process of healing and in the process of doing shadow work, how if you don't quiet those distractions in your life and if you don't go within yourself, if you don't have a strong prayer and meditation life, you can get lost in those dark spaces. And what I mean by lost is when you're looking at yourself, the self that you know, you know, when you know that you're wrong, maybe nobody else saw it, but you know that she was wrong. When you're looking at yourself, you could easily get lost and stuck on, I'm guilty. I feel guilty for that. I feel bad for that. And there's nothing wrong with feeling conviction so that you can change, but you can't stay in that space of just, I feel guilty, so now I'm saying that my whole life and my whole character is a bad person forever. I feel I messed up, and so now I'm just a bad person, and this is forever. I feel, I felt jealousy, and now I'm just gonna chalk myself up to being a jealous person for forever, or a hater for forever, or I felt envious, or I felt, um, less than or I felt insecure so now I'm just labeling myself an insecure person for forever or somebody said these things about me so now I have to wear that jacket and that's who I am forever because this is how you know they see me or whatever and so I started to think I don't know what's the name of that movie um ah oh, what's the name of that Disney movie um oh my god I can't think of it but it's with, it's the Disney movie and it's with, um, it was, um, a black character and he's like a, a jazz piano player and, um, ah, oh, I have to look it up right now, y'all. Give me a second. What is this movie? Um, I don't even know how I would describe a Disney movie. What is it called? Oh, whoa. what is this? What is it called? Hold on, you guys. Okay, it's pulling up the pictures, but it's not giving me the name of this movie, and that is crazy to me. Okay, let's see, let's see. Uh, why is this so hard to find? And it's right here, and I see the picture. This is going to make me so angry. Um, Y'all, I'm really fixated on this right now, so. Oh, soul. <laughs> Silly. Okay, so the, the Disney movie, um, Soul. And so... They have the little like blue things. I can't remember the plot or the the characters like identities or whatever, but um basically the little blue glob thingies, he's like in their land or whatever and they describe these characters like in the land of the lost where they look like these big scary monsters. And they're like that person just got so fixated on like what they did wrong or so fixated on whatever and and they and their anxiety basically turned them into this big monster. And so I started to think about 
how that happens to us and instead of them being called monsters those are like demons or parasitic energy or low vibrational energy or whatever you want to call it and so I was just thinking about that and I was like you know when people are doing shadow work if you don't have a strong meditation and prayer life if you don't have a strong connection to I'm going to make it out on the other side, I'm doing this with intention to make it out on the other side, I'm I'm still connected to source, I'm still connected to light, I'm actively like aware, I'm self-aware and I know that just because I have um I have these character flaws that I have um you know exuded does not mean that that is my whole story that is a chapter in my book and although those characteristics can definitely come back out that does not mean that you can't practice self-awareness to be better and you can't articulate and apologize and tell people like yo you know this is why i do this this is why i'm triggered or whatever so I was thinking, I was like, you know, how many angry people we see, or even within ourselves, I can say for myself, honestly and truthfully, um, truthfully, that within the last three years, I have never been so bitter. I, and, and I'm going to get somewhere with this because I'm aware of it now, <laughs> but I was dealing with, after I got out of my karmic relationship, I don't even wanna refer to it as an abusive relationship right now or anymore, but from a very karmic relationship, I think that when you, get out of something like that and you survive and you're practicing awareness and you're trying to heal from that but you're also still living in the world where you have to coexist with other people and life goes on and people don't necessarily understand what you dealt with in a relationship or in a karmic relationship or anything <clears throat> so they're not aware of their tr your triggers and they don't have to be to be quite honest nobody has to tiptoe around your triggers it's up to you to figure out how you want to deal with it and so i can say for me within the last three years i am just now starting to see within the last six or seven months how bitter and mean i have become because Talks around love triggered me. Talks around somebody wanting to support me triggered me. Talks around somebody critiquing me triggered me. Talks around someone, mm, to me, mm, maybe giving advice, but for me, overstepping my boundaries triggered me. And because that karmic relationship that I dealt with really wore me out, I moved beyond wanting to like <laughs> articulate my emotions in a nice way or wanting to advocate for myself in a nice way. It came off as angry it came off as me being a know-it-all. It came off as me being like not being able to coexist in spaces with people. And what I have really just realized in the last six or seven months is I'm like, man, I've never been a mean person. Now, I'm a Gemini moon, so I have a very harsh sense of humor sometimes. And I come from a family of strong women who use humor and um, 
casual insults as a term of endearment and love. And we still to this day all talk to each other like that. So when I'm dealing with people outside of my family, I'm like, oh shit, you know, they probably thought that I really meant that or like that I was really being mean, but I wasn't. Like, it's just the way that me and the women in my family communicate. We make fun of each other all of the time. That gives us great laughter. There's a lot of laughter and probably because there's a lot of pain underneath that, but we transmute that through laughter. So anywho's, um, but aside from that, realizing that I have become a mean and bitter person and just in my journey of like exercising these things, asking myself like, why, why are you responding so meanly? Why are you responding so sharply? Why are you so this? Like what's happening? And it's because I truly felt like in that karmic relationship, it really did wear me out. I think that, and I'm fully accountable, but I think that the things that I encountered and how my kindness was sometimes weaponized and used against me naturally made me feel bitter and naturally made me feel over time it made me feel angry it made me it kind of took away the mystery and the love of just like humanity of just dealing with other people because I was hurting and um still I have to check myself a lot of times with the way that I'm communicating and I can feel it. It's an energy, just like in that movie soul with the globs that become monsters. Like you can feel that energy. That's just like that rage or like the, like you're overstepping my boundaries. And now I'm, I'm feeling triggered that triggered energy. Like you can feel that. And I believe that the bitterness and the me coming off as mean, was a shell of protection for me. It was a shell of protection for me because I don't and didn't want to get taken advantage of. I didn't want to be misunderstood. And, but when you're dealing with people around you, they don't necessarily know that. They're just like, damn, the hell? Like, why are you being so like snappy? Like, what's up? So, in this season of my life, I have been not forced, but it's been made aware to me that I have to communicate that. And that's not always comfortable. It's not always pretty. <laughs> it's not always like, it's a, it's embarrassing a bit. It's embarrassing. I can say that it feels embarrassing to have to have a behavior like that and not be like I said what I said <laughs> but you have to go back and be like listen I said that because this is where it's really coming from this is really the root this is really the pain and so um it just made me think about how many other people feel that way and how many times we've encountered a person who has come off mean or rude whether it's like a brief encounter at a grocery store or walking or with a family member or with your friends or with a loved one or whatever how many times have we encountered that and we personalized it and was just like ugh, this person treat me this way i am so nice i'm so this like why would they talk to me that way and it's easy to become, you know, take that personal. And I'm not saying that you have to walk on eggshells or anything like that, but to not see it from another perspective of like, wow, man, that person must be having a bad day or that person must be really hurting, you know, and maybe then lashing out. And this is if this is a close person to you or a friend, family member, a loved one, whatever, 
maybe I need to take time to like sit with them or maybe take time to be like, yo, this ain't you. And you can say that in a loving way. It doesn't have to be mean. This ain't you. What's going on? Like, what's happening? Talk to me. Like, what? what's making you feel this way? Or I can see how, you know, this might have been triggered. Is there something or whatever? But it takes, I'm starting to feel that it does take, it really does, how they say it takes a village to raise a baby. Like, it takes a community to, like, still raise a human. <laughs> Because, like, compared to how old this earth is, we're still, like, babies. And we need support. We need community to listen and hear us and see us. And a part of me doing readings, it's not about me reading these cards. I say that all of the time. These cards are what they are, okay? But I'm not a, a typical reader who's like... This is what this means. It's really about me seeing you, connecting to your energy and validating you and just taking time and holding space for you. And I love doing that for people. I really do. Um, and I, it's crazy. I love to do it for my clients or slash strangers, people that I don't know because I really don't know you. And so I can really hold space for you and not give you biased advice and not project or personalize anything, you know, versus like sometimes with people that are close to you. I think that's just in general. It can be easier. That's a lot of times why people can go and talk to a therapist about things going on within the family, but they can't go to their own family. And it's because, you know, it's, a lot easier to be able to talk to a stranger and them not judge you and you being able to be your full authentic self and say the things that you need to say and get feedback from someone who can genuinely be like, I don't know you, but like, no, nah, you can't do that. Or like, no, nah, you're right. You're absolutely right for feeling angry. And so that's something that I really do enjoy about sitting with people. It's not the tarot cards at all. It's never been that for me, ever. It's always been seeing people. I love connecting to people. I love hearing people's stories. Um, I love that. I really do. Because I love when people do it for me. I love when uh, strangers <laughs> hold space for me or somebody that I just met can really like see me and say, man, like, you know, that that means a lot. It's a fresh perspective is what I'm going to say. So um, anyways, back to the guilt and how I'm relating that to whatever you want to call it. You're fighting your demons, parasitic energy, low vibrational energy. When you're doing shadow work, like I said, if you don't have a strong sense of yourself and a strong sense of I'm doing this intentionally to make it to out of that, the, the door with the light. You can get stuck just like in that movie soul. And that basically turns into your demons. Guilt turns into a demon. And if you feel guilty, you're going to lash out, especially if you've been told you did this wrong. You did this wrong. You did this wrong. And nobody is telling you, but you have the ability to change and be better. You can do that. Some people don't know that. Some people can just wear that jacket and that becomes a demonic energy that is on them or a low vibrational energy that is on them. Um, even with mistakes, you can get lost in a space of a mistake and feel like that mistake is going to rule the rest of your life. Now you have this shadow, this demon that is on you, and you're like, what? This is just who I am forever. Like, I just made this mistake, and now my whole life is messed up. That is a chapter in your story. That is not your whole story. Okay? Um, it's the same with anger. It's the same with sadness. It's the same with insecurities. You're an insecure person. 
And because you're an insecure person, you ruin your relationships. And because you ruin your relationships, nobody wants to be around you. And because nobody wants to be around you, you deserve to be isolated. And when you're isolated, guess what? That is a demonic energy. That's a sad, it's an energy that is like, this is who I am forever. So I can never be anything else. A part of people saying, I am a God. I'm a goddess. I tap into my, you have to learn how to forgive yourself. When you're speaking words like, I am a God, I am a goddess. Who forgives God if God do something wrong? That's what I'm saying. Like you have to figure out how to forgive yourself and know that you have the ability to be better and to change and be thankful that you made the mistakes that you did because now that's something that you can change from and move on from and be like, yo, I see how low I could go. And because I know how low I could go, I can go high now. <laughs> like I can be better now. I'm aware of that. And because of that, I could possibly help other people when I not, don't be pushing stuff on people. I have, that's a note to myself too. <laughs> but because of that, I can be a better person. And so, um, yeah. And then also something else I've been thinking about is so, and this is, this can be a whole nother podcast, but I'm going to go ahead and put it into this one. So another post that I did, I was talking about, we all reach God or connect to God or spiritual energy in a different way. For some people, it's through religion. For some people, it's through rituals and spiritual practices. For some people, it's through science. It could be through whatever. It's whatever gives them a sense of connection to source. And like many of the people, or how can I say it? Mm, the majority of us have grown up in a religious household, even if it was loose whether it was Christianity, being Catholic, Baptist, whatever you want to call it. Um, a lot of us grew up into that. And so when we collectively went through a spiritual awakening, and I'm going to say collectively in 2012, there was a massive spiritual awakening because that's when mine started. Um, I went through my own personalized Christian journey. Like I grew up in a Christian household, but it was very relaxed. In 2012, I literally was like, I'm going to make my own connection to God. I'm going to go to church on my own. And then there was another awakening of like, yo, there's all this knowledge. And if you are a black person, then, you know, you don't know what your roots are. You don't know what our ancestors believed in and whatever. And so it went from a space of this is something that I'm comfortable with, but also finding out the truth about certain things that happen in religion to now there's this whole other world that I want to explore. Well, now we're in a space where finally, I think people are starting to see everything is connected. Everything is connected. Okay. And the astrology is connected to the Bible. Tarot cards literally depict the story of Jesus, starting with the Fool card. Um, numerology, all of those things are still connected. It's just really about how deep you want to go into the Bible. And I feel that a lot of people who go on this journey they feel like they have to denounce one thing to have the other. And it's causing confusion. And it's also causing, like I said in the movie Soul, when you feel lost or confused, angry, sad, jealous, envious, guilty, all of that, you create that shadow over yourself that becomes bitter and mean. And I can see that in the division between spirituality, knowledge, and religion. And so now it's like more arguments about like, no, you ain't doing it right. And da, 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 da. 
when it's like it's all connected it's all useful it really is and um so i feel like how do i want to say this because i know this is it's not all over the place it's in alignment with what i'm speaking about but mm, or maybe i should say this for another podcast but yeah, I just see that collectively we're coming to a space of really personalizing our connection to source, to God, to spirit. And it's a personal journey. I think we're all excited to share our newfound knowledge and our newfound practices. And then once we're excited to share that especially on social media, then there are people who come in and say, you're not doing it right. You da, da, da. And it creates more friction. It, it creates more ego. It creates more of a disconnect when really we need each other. We need community. And all of that really does take you away from your connection when it's just about ego and you showing like, I know more because I da, 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 da. like it's a personal journey. You know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, that'll probably be for another podcast. But um, in order to get through, let me pull my tweet back up. In order to get through your spiritual ascension, in order to get through doing your shadow work, personalize your connection to God. Because at the end of the day, you're going to have to go within. You're going to have to go within to quiet the distractions, to quiet out the other voices so that you know that you're doing this with intention to get to the other side. You're doing this not only for people who are meant to be wisdom givers, and healers, but also for breaking generational traumas, generational curses. It's not just about you. Your pain, your suffering is not always just about you. Your great grandparents probably went through all of these things and they didn't get an opportunity to heal or fix the things that they went through that you're now dealing with. Your great-grandparents could have dealt with poor money management. Your great-grandparents, or before that, could have dealt with insecurities. They could have dealt with hateration, okay, because they couldn't figure out how to tap into their own light. And no shade, listen, because <laughs> that could be in my own family, I'm just saying. But they could have dealt with that, and it trickled down to you. And it'll keep coming down to the generations to come until somebody is like, wait a minute now. I'm dealing with rage. I'm dealing with jealousy. I'm dealing with anger. I'm dealing with insecurities. And you could be the most beautiful person with so much money and still be dealing with all of those things because these are spiritual things. These are spiritual things are invisible. Emotions are invisible. Like these are things that have to be dealt with within yourself. And so when you're confronted, when somebody is the catalyst to you seeing yourself, when a situation is a catalyst to you seeing yourself and it turns into pain for you, you transmute that pain into gold, which is wisdom. You feel me? So I just wanted to share that this morning because I have intentionally the last six months, I've intentionally really, I, mm -mm. I'm gonna give myself more than six months. Nah, I'm gonna say six months. I could say this last year, cause it's gonna be a year. What well, is a year this month? But, um, since I had like my last, like, how do I wanna put it? Like, 
just not being aware of myself. But yeah, I can say intentionally for the last six months that I have really been analyzing and observing and feeling and just being a student, studying myself, studying my family, studying my behavior, studying my triggers, studying the things that have triggered me, that have made me bitter, that have made me angry and all of that. And um, this is the message that I got. And I just wanted to share that because maybe, you know, somebody else is on the same journey or dealing with the same things and maybe need words of encouragement, maybe need to remember that there is light at the end of the tunnel. And I just wanted to share that this is a journey and we need each other. We need community, you know. Um, and so, yeah, I wanted to share that with you guys and still have fun. You know, make life something for me is I can say that things that bring me joy on this journey of like tough work is, are simple things. And I felt shame for that. I felt shame for being like, I really just love waking up and like taking hikes. I really love waking up and juicing. I really love waking up and like reading a book on the balcony for hours. I really love talking to friends, family, sometimes. Sometimes I really love not saying nothing all day and just being to myself. Some days I love being in communion with God and just spending time meditating and praying. Some days I love being sad because shit, I need to remember. <laughs> Some days I have bad days where I'm angry and I am a bitch and it's ugly for anybody who is in my path. But then I love turning around and being like, damn, I was tripping. I'm sorry. <laughs> Those are things that bring me joy. And I felt bad about that because I was like, man, you get on, you get on social media and you be like, yo, I'm not what? Like people is out here taking trips around the world and they got like luxury everything in the soft life. <laughs> and you like, damn, I feel like I'm so behind. But the truth is, is like I have opportunities and I have done those things. I've traveled to many of places and nothing gave me more peace than just the simplicity of like my own company sometimes, the simplicity of cloud watching, the simplicity of moon and sun gazing, the simplicity of like listening to something that sparked a fire in me that made me excited. Like those things give me joy. Those things give me joy and it's nothing wrong with that. I think that social media and technology can really make you feel like you're running out of time and can really make you feel like you're supposed to be in like multiple places at one time. You're supposed to be motivated 24 seven, starting a business, uh, being as healthy as possible. Duh, 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 and it's overwhelming. It is so overwhelming. You have to go within and really like, what, 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 what am I supposed to be doing? What's spirit asking me to do? What is spirit asking me to do? Just because I see something online that inspires me does not mean that it's in alignment with what I'm supposed to be doing right now. Okay. Maybe I was supposed to see that and the seed was supposed to be planted. And when it's time, 
it was going to activate and turn into something, you know, that I needed. But social media can really make you feel like you're running out of time. Social media can really make you feel like there is a sense of urgency. And yes, it's a lot of crazy things going on in this world. But the only thing that you can control is your world, honestly and truthfully. I've recently gotten into reading books. <laughs> and I don't say that like, oh, I'm just like, never liked reading books. But like, because I have so much mercury in my chart, I think I want things instantly. Sometimes I can be guilty of that. And so I'm like, I'd rather just listen to an audiobook or I'd rather just like listen to something. But me practicing reading, like really sitting down and picking up a, a book and reading and like processing the words and learning new words and looking them up and learning how to pronounce certain words and like it's such a beautiful like thing. It feels good. Like it, it slows time down. It genuinely, truthfully slows time down. It makes life feel like good. It, it takes me, it's a nostalgic feeling. It takes me back to like childhood, like when you could just play outside for hours with your friends and collect dandelions and chase butterflies or whatever. I was doing stuff like that when I was a kid. Um, but yeah, reading does that for me. It centers me. Um, when I make time for it, it centers me. Um, taking walks centers me with friends, like, those things are like really, really beautiful and they really help me to see and feel life in a more beautiful way. There's nothing wrong with um, utilizing social media because we're going to do it regardless. This is literally a part of us now. Hell, to listen to this podcast and to record this podcast is on technology. Um, but... Taking moments to be, just be, just read, just flow, just write, just walk, just breathe properly really grounds you and it can make this life feel worthwhile and worth living. But I think that when you are looking at social media all of the time, because sometimes it's like we become an autopilot. And this is me to myself. I can literally wake up and get on my phone and I might be like, oh, let me check the time. Before I know it, I'm scrolling. I didn't tapped into 10 different people's worlds. I didn't, the shade room then popped up and, and showed me some crazy shit, uh, you know, like, and then the comment section. And, and before I know it, I'm like, damn, I just wanted to check the time. And now it's been 30 minutes and I'm literally sitting here scrolling when I just told myself the night before. And when I wake up, I'm a stretch. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to get on my phone. It's so easy to get an autopilot. So like getting away from the idea of like being an autopilot, the only way you can get away from that is being self-aware, being aware of your surroundings. What do I feel like when you wake up in the morning? What, what dream did I have? What feeling am I left with? You know, like, what does it feel like? Is it cold in my room? Is it hot? Is the sun out? What does that look like? How does that make me feel? What do I want to do today? What are my thoughts? What intentions do I want to speak over my life today? How can I make somebody's day today? Yeah. Um, thinking about that. 
just really grounds me and I try to do that. And um, so I said all of that to say, even during your shadow work, you still have to have moments of finding the little things that bring you peace and love and joy. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to share this with whomever listens to this and I just want to say keep growing keep growing we are all in this shift together okay we have more things alike than we don't or more things in common than you get what I'm trying to say um And so I just wanted to hold space for myself on here. Thank y'all for holding space for me, for those who listen. And I wanted to hold space for y'all. And I hope that this um, audio journal to y'all maybe help to spark or ignite or slow time down and ground you. I hope that I could be a catalyst in grounding you or a catalyst in researching something or um, taking time to find simple things and joy and stuff like that. And yeah, thank you guys and send me an audio note. I just realized I've been asking people on my other uh, sessions podcast to send me like little audio notes or questions and I didn't even know how to check them hoes but like I'm just now seeing I'm like damn somebody sent that from 2020 and I'm just now seeing it so if y'all send them now I can see them but yeah thank y'all I love y'all keep growing we're all in this shift together peace